Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Good morning and welcome to the TexasLending.com Mortgage Show. Another beautiful weekend of mortgage talk with TexasLending.com. I'm Kevin Miller, owner-CEO of TexasLending.com, where we've been around for the last 20 years. In Dallas Radio, doing radio shows in the weekend, sharing with you all the glory of getting a refinance, a home purchase, a home equity loan. Maybe you want an FHA loan or a VA loan or a jumbo loan or a reverse mortgage or something like this. We're here to answer your calls today. We want to take your calls or, more importantly, your texts. Most of you text us. The text line is 972-387-4600. We're going to be taking questions today and making sure that you get the answers that you need regarding your home loan. We all have uh, hopefully recovered from the the ice storm, uh, the I- ice mageddon of 2021. Snowvid. We have <laughs> uh we have the covid and the snowvid and now we got the mortgage rates moving. If you're driving around and you're listening out there, we are in flux. Highly volatile mortgage market right now. Highly volatile interest rates. R- interest rate swings of anywhere from three eighths of a percent of rate per day. Where if you're calling your mortgage companies from one day to the next, the rates are changing so fast. They've been rising specifically. For all of you out there who have not been able to get your refinance done, I suggest you get on it now. Uh, the stimulus to the housing market from the Federal Reserve and the federal government is moving and shifting into stimulus in other areas. It will be shifting away from the mortgage business. So we want to talk about that a little bit about a little bit of that today. We're not talking about them shutting down the mortgage business. Business will be, remain strong, especially in Texas. Business is strong. Home purchases are going crazy. Uh, our purchase applications are through the roof. We are up about 40% just in people applying for purchases uh, this year. So purchase business strong. Refinance business remains strong. However, rates have shifted up a bit. You guys are getting uh, a little bit uh, getting complacent out there 
waiting and saying, oh, I'm going to keep shopping, I'm going to keep shopping, well, you keep on shopping yourself out of the best interest rates of all time. So, you know, where we had rates of 1.875 potential on a 15-year fix just a couple of weeks ago, now the 15-year fix rates are approaching 2.5. And, and so uh, it's people who are at 3.5, uh, now instead of people potentially being able to refinance from 3.25 to 2%, on a 15-year, fi- now your your price point is probably somewhere around three and a half. If you're at three and a half or three and three eighths or higher, then still great opportunities to refinance. <laughs> but I say it's kind of knock out about 20% of the refinances out there of those people that wanted to. So here's the other problem. Here's we have a lot of things to talk about today. We're going to get into these interest rates a little bit, and I'm going to try to do it in very simple terms of refinance now. Because rates are go- moving up, and and uh, y- you said, but the Fed, but they said on TV, and and the rates aren't going up for three years. Well, you know what though, that's not the mortgage business, and that's not how the that's not how the mortgage business works. There are a lot of inner working parts behind it, and why rates move. Uh, and un- unfortunately, it's too early in the morning, and there are too many hangovers in Tolo world for me to be able to make your head feel any better talking about all the bond, <laughs> the bond, the bond shortcomings uh, of the world. So we want to just tell you it's time to get your refinance done. Uh, rates are moving up, and you need to get it locked in today. If you wait a day and call the next day, your rate could be half a percent higher. It's already happened. It's happened this week. Uh, and so, luckily, yesterday we had a little bit of a rebound. So that means on Monday morning, your rate might be a little bit better than you got quoted on Friday morning. So this is what's going on. It's it's one day the rates are at two and a half. The next day they're at two and a quarter. The next day they're at two and a half. And so if you're to, if you're going to, uh, but they're up nearly half a percent from where they were just two weeks ago. So, so in in my experience. In, in the many market swings that we've been through, this is about the fifth or sixth market swing in the last 20 years. And typically when we see rates rise, we see rates rise, rise anywhere between three-quarters of a percent to one-and-a-half percent within a six-week period. When, the mar- when, the, when, the, when people feel that they need to get out of certain positions on, on interest rates, there are violent swings that we're like we're going through right now, and those positions usually move from three quarters of a percent to one and a half percent in a six-week period. Well, we're about a half a percent into this move. The one thing that's different this time is the following: the Federal Reserve earlier this week said they will do what they need to do to make sure that these interest rates don't move up too fast. Okay, they haven't said that in the past. They usually fell asleep at the wheel, let things collapse in the mortgage market by 60%. Everyone had to lay off everybody and that kind of thing. Um, We'll wait and see how this plays out. The the rates at two and three-eighths is still pretty darn good for a (laughs) 15-year fixed. And still, uh, prior to to the last 10 months, the lowest 15-year rates of all time. So you have the greatest opportunities that you've had presented to you. I would expect that your 15-year fix by Monday morning will be back to about two and a quarter. So because the rates, there was a lot of, let me explain it this way. There was a lot of that violent swing in rates took place yesterday afternoon prior to any repricing of loans because these rates repriced during the day. A loan officer could be quoting you in the morning and in the afternoon you call back and the rates have repriced. 
Um, it's just like the stock market. It's moving digitally fast at the speed of light. And so there, the reprice did not take place yesterday afternoon because at the end of the day, there was a there was an improvement that might show up Monday morning. But I can tell you, you could show up Monday morning. It could reverse back the other way real fast. The point is this. If you want to refinance and you want to start getting this process going and you want to say, well, I need to lock in a two and three eighths or two and a quarter or two and a half. The 30 years are back near three percent now. And so where we are at two and a half for a 30-year mortgage just two weeks ago, you're near 3% right now on a 30-year. So still the lowest, still the greatest. <laughs> and here, speaking of the greatest, <laughs> it's Tress. Hey. It's Tress. What's going on, Tress? Oh, so much. So, so, so much. Too much to put in a coconut shell. Yeah? Yeah. Just. But if I were to put it in a smaller like pecan shell, uh, it would go something like this. My mother is now staying with us because her apartment got flooded, and we have an upcoming wedding of a child this next weekend oh, that no. still has stuff to take place. So oh. there's lots of busy work. So a lot of things going on. Yeah. There's a lot of floods. There's a lot of floods. Yes. And the f- the, the strange thing is the floods that I saw, because I've seen pictures, and we have employees who've had floods, mm. and... It, it it looks like a water. I mean, the, the coming from the top floor to the bottom floors and things is yep. just a mess. That was her apartment. So yeah. hopefully they'll have it done by Wednesday. Um, which there were some slipping and falling in the ice. Did he, did you see any slipping and falling in the ice? Uh, no, and I personally did not either, which is great because I walked my dog a lot on the snow and the ice. So um, yeah, yeah. We were all safe, did you? Yeah, our dogs are trying to figure that out. They'd be running in the backyard and tried to stop, and they just slide. <laughs> My dog loved the snow, and because we couldn't take him to the dog park, we live right across the street from an elementary school, and they have a huge open playground. So I would walk him over there, and I would just let him off of his leash. And he would, he acted like he was at the dog park. He would just take off running. He would slide in the snow like he's sliding into home base. He's just... That's inappropriate, Uncle Bubba. <laughs> wow. Always inappropriate. <laughs> I don't know why that came out. Always, uh, <laughs> always. Hi, inappropriate Uncle Bubba. Hey, I'm here. We were talking about ice uh, ice storms just a minute ago, and uh, and we were talking about ice storms, and uh, your phone started talking. Playing a little Stevie Ray Vaughan for you. <laughs> <laughs> so kind of you. <laughs> Thank Early you. in the morning. <laughs> what was the funnest, the most funnest, the most of funnest thing that you did during the ice storm? Um, I, th- I think getting in my hot tub when the snow was falling the hardest. Oh yeah, and <laughs> and, and feeling my head freeze. You know, Ma- I thought that was. This fun. is a family show. So my hair was. Oh, your hair. Years. Okay, okay. Yeah, my hair. <laughs> it was freezing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> and then, Tress, what was your most funnest? Uh, driving to the grocery store when it was <laughs> pouring down. So I'm, I'm one of those really weird people that yes, I enjoy are. inclement weather. You know, I like 
I really love the snow. I'm not so much a fan of the ice, but I don't mind driving in it. So I had a really great time driving to the grocery store and, you know, skidding in the parking lot. Yeah. And, yeah. I think it's the first time anyone on a sports station heard the word inclement in the last word year. That's a fantastic word. It's a great word for the day. We especially have inclement weather coming in uh, later today. Uh, yeah, Do rain. Yeah, you're kind of like the roofers salivating over the hail coming, you know. So. Well, except that doesn't bring me money. I just I don't mind driving in it. That's what I'm saying. I had fun driving in the snow. Well, I took my son up to a large parking lot and taught him how to dri- you, how to how to how to spin ice. in donuts. Oh, oh. right, donuts in the parking lot. Where did you go to the football stadium parking lot? Uh, you know, I'm not going to name the place where he went to do it. No, <laughs> so we in went. In case there was well, cameras. In, in case there's other people going to go there and watch you. Yeah. No. Well. That's awesome. That is So, you know, he had, yeah. It was his first time behind the wheel of a car. Oh, interesting. And then it was his first time doing donuts in the snow. So <laughs> I am from Michigan, Ilk, and uh, and so we we are proficient in driving in the snow and in the ice. In the snow. And so <laughs> after 30 years in Michigan and driving in that, um, you know, it, so does, bad, it, huh? it doesn't phase us. You know, it's kind of yeah. like that's just what we do. you do every day. I mean, they, they literally had snow and ice every day for the last month until this week. And so that's just what you do every day. You just you get up and you go to school. <laughs> so right. All kinds of, but, you know, the threat down here, different, different, uh. because we don't have, they don't take, we don't take care, we don't have the taking care of the road tools, apparently we don't have electricity tools either. So we want to make sure that you have mortgage tools. But they don't have Pete Delkis either. So. We want to have mortgage tools here. <laughs> At TexasLending.com for you that you can use to save money on your home purchase and your home refinance. I want to remind you, while a lot of companies uh, are focusing on their home refinances, I was in a conference, a virtual conference, a week ago with uh, several prominent mortgage executives. Uh, it was put on by a consulting firm. And the consulting firm uh, had these mortgage companies where they said, how many of you how much do you spend time focusing and servicing the purchase market? And they said that about 8% of their business, they they don't even think about the purchase. These are direct consumer lenders. Like TexasLending.com, we work directly with the consumer. That's where, that's where our relationships are. And so we about 40% of ours is purchase. And we have a purchase team that focuses on purchase. And so I think that's interesting. If you're a mortgage, if you're a, if you're a person contacting one of these direct to consumer lenders, and uh, you're trying to contact them for a purchase, and they don't have anyone focused on it, and so I think it's very. That's one of the differences that you're going to find here is we have a team that focuses solely on purchase, and so it's our our purchase applications are up forty percent, and we expect that's going to continue to grow. If you are a purchase loan officer, you know. Our purchase loan officers are right now happier than pigs and poop, <laughs> as they say. And so uh, with that being said, that, that segues right into uh, starting to answer questions. Yeah, I don't yeah, think so. A I don't, it's not segue. a very good segue, but <laughs> we're going straight in. We're going to go to trust because it looks like we have a couple. It's like inclement conversation. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Chimpanzee on a segue. Yeah, we have a question. Are you ready? <laughs> oh, we have to go to break. Oh, break me. Look at the time. Uh, <laughs> well, let's let's look at the first question and we'll ponder it during the break. Okay, here we go. 
and make $61,000 per year, teacher and first-time home buyer. Middle credit score is 793 and my monthly debt is 766, not including a vehicle that is under 10 payments left to go. My wife isn't going to be on the mortgage due to student loans. We have a down payment of 15K and have been quoted at 2.75% for 240,000. We really want to get a mortgage of 300,000, but not sure if it's possible. I first want to say and preface that this question came in a week ago during the ice storm when we couldn't get into our building. <laughs> so I'm going to preface it that way. And uh, I'm going to, as a matter of fact, this one came in today. Well, they resent it today. Okay, yeah. they resent it today. So it was from yeah. last week. So that question came in a week ago. They had been quoted 2.75. Could be an FHA. Well, the rates have moved three-eighths of a percent up this week. So if you had 2.75, first of all, Tress is telling me I have to go to break and I can't answer your question until we come back. So uh, yeah, sorry. Tress is so mean. <laughs> She's inappropriate. I live to be mean. Well, <laughs> Bubba... W- you can guarantee this. As we're coming back from break, Bubba will be talking. <laughs> or playing music. Or playing music <laughs> or doing something inappropriate on a radio show. That's why we love him. That's why he's here. We're coming back on the TexasHoney.com mortgage show right after these messages on 105.3 The Fan. Back in the TexasHoney.com mortgage show. Kevin Miller here with inappropriate Uncle Bubba. Aunt Truss. <laughs> Uh-huh. Tress is here to answer to ask your questions. We're here to answer your questions. Now, inappropriate Uncle Bubba, you weren't talking when we came. I know, back. I zipped it. <laughs> What's up with that? I can, I can do it <laughs> <laughs> if I think about it. Yeah. <laughs> See, if there's a will, there's a way, and we want to find a way to save you some money. And okay. this person had texted about a home purchase. Um. So this low, so this borrower has uh, texted us, and they they and they followed up. They 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 got quoted on a conventional loan, and uh, so they had been quoted two point seven five on a home purchase on a conventional, and again rates have moved up about three eighths of a percent in the last week, and so uh, this the original quote this original text came in a week ago. They retexted now. They just retexted again, said it's a conventional loan. So if you got two point seven five locked in. I think that's a great home purchase rate because right now the 30 years back at three are just about 3%. Uh, so those people who were – so sometimes, you know, when your rates are at all-time lows, and we were at the all-time low for about six months there where the rate didn't move. It was standing right around 2% on a 15-year, give or take an eighth, depending on whether you're paying, you know, what kind of closing costs and credit scores. And you're somewhere between 1.8 and 2.5 on a on a 15-year. Uh, and now you're going to be somewhere between two and a quarter and 2.75 in a 15 year, and the 30 years were two and a half to three, and now you're going to be somewhere between 2.8 and 3.3 on a on a 30 year. So that's kind of what's going on in the in the in the uh, that's what's going on in the rates in the last two weeks. The rates have moved in the last two weeks, and they've moved nearly half a percent. And I don't see them going back down to their all-time lows. I don't see them. I don't see a reason with all this, the the trillions of dollars that the government is throwing at the economy. They're throwing between what the b- between what the treasury has and what the and what the now the uh, stimulus package are talking about is nearly 15 percent of our entire GDP that's being thrown sure. at the market. So. That's why rates are going up is a concern for massive inflation with all that money flooding the system. Uh, and so that's kind of what's happening. You need to get yourself. Well, 
What about your question prepared. there about how much house can they afford? They you? want to do 300000 They're 300, not sure 000. if it's possible. Yeah. The making is six hundred sixty k a year is, is five. five grand a month. So you might be able to easily afford, you know, with a $700 a month, they got 10 payments to go on their car. The taxes. You know, you're you're. This person's already kicking it, 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 with a house payment of a hundred, a house payment of fifteen hundred dollars a month. This person would already be at forty five percent of their adjusted gross income. Again, this person makes five thousand dollars a month. So, if you want to be, if you want to fit within conventional guidelines, you're going to need to keep that under forty five percent debt to income ratio. And so with their other debts, their monthly debt, here's what we don't know about their monthly debt, though. Is that monthly debt like your phone bill? Is that yeah. is that your data plan? It, because the debt to in, the debt said, here's another, man, this mortgage world's crazy. And, I, and I've been in it so long that that means I'm crazy. And so. <laughs> you have loan timers. Yeah. <laughs> the, the thing is, is when we're looking at debt to income ratio in the mortgage business, we don't look at all your debts. We just look at just some like debts. just like like when we're looking at your APR on your on your inter, on your uh, rate, we APR takes into account some of the closing costs, but not all of them. And so when we look at your debt to income ratio, we only look at some of your debts, not all of them. When we look at your APR, it includes some of your closing costs, not all of them. So which ones does it include? <laughs> you need to be a genius to figure it all out. And I, unfortunately, am not all of a genius. I used to be. But then I, but then I got married, and I've, I've been, I, I'm pretty sure for the last 25 years, I've been told I'm not a genius. But prior to being married, I'm pretty sure I was a genius, Bubba. Yeah, I know. So maybe you're partially genius. Yeah. So you have some geniosity about you. Yeah. Oh, no. 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 That's called <laughs> I think an idiot. He's ingenuous. So. Well, so <laughs> no. No. So so the point here is that. About a $1,500 mortgage payment is all you're going to be able to afford with the other debts that you're saying you have. If not all of those debts are included into your debt-to-income ratio, you might be able to afford a little bit more home. A $300,000 mortgage, if you get that mortgage, you're going to have a payment somewhere around $2,300, $2,400 a month, $2,300 a month. I'm just That's head math, and that's trying to be conservative with your taxes and everything else that's going to come your way. And so, anyway, with that being said, it doesn't look like the 300K is going to be possible without your with, without some more income on the loan. Yeah. I mean, you might be able to do FHA uh, at a 50% debt ratio, maybe. You know, that's uh that's Potentially. Thought, potentially. Yeah. You just have to look at it. You have to call the purchase team. Yeah. Those the guys. purchase team could help you look at FHA Amazing. conventional. If you're trying to look somewhere in a rural area, well, it doesn't look like it's going to qualify there. They have a 15k down payment here, so, yeah. so you, 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 that does meet the three percent down on three hundred thousand. Uh, hopefully, we can get this done for you. Hopefully, you're going to be able to get that home you want, and hopefully, we can help you do it. Nine seven two three eight seven forty six hundred. That's our number. Go online and apply on TexasLending.com. Uh, Bubba, I want to see in here first of all your experiences. But first of all, I want to give out the number. The text line, 972-387-4600. Text us there. Tress will ask your questions. We'll answer them here. We do have some questions that came in last Saturday that we'll get to. Um, but you're seeing people that all week, I'm sitting there at my desk because I used to be a loan officer, yep. and I used to deal in rising rate environments where the consumer shopped 
they called you, you quoted. They went uh -huh. out and shopped, and they called you back. Hey, let's lock that in. And you're like, the rates moved half percent. Yeah. That's happening within one day. Now, we're seeing we're seeing quarter percent swings to three eighths of a percent swings in rates from one day to the next. Mm -hmm. So if you find a rate that makes sense for you saving money right now, this is called a volatile market. Volatile markets do not calm down without external influence. The Federal Reserve is is they came in and said, well, we'll provide some external influence. What happened yesterday? The 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 rates were moving up very extremely fast. Some of you might have heard of it this week. It was affecting the stock market a little bit. And so if they had continued moving up in that fashion, a lot of calamity would have occurred um, in terms of the stock market. could have dropped more. But at the end of the month, and there, there, are, there are major large corporations and entities and hedge funds and other funds that need to move money around. And some of them have certain positions they've taken, and they need to cover those positions. So they've taken a position, and they need to make sure they're not taking big losses. And so they've got to cover some of those positions. Yesterday, and possibly Monday and Tuesday, there are some large corporations and entities that are taking positions and need to move positions. That is what caused the markets to stabilize yesterday and reverse a little bit, is companies needed to get out of positions and take new positions. That's going to be taking place for the next couple of days. And that's just based on me staying in staying in touch with the markets and things and reading and econo economics and th economic news. For you at home, what this means is there can be a lot of calamity that's beginning again at the beginning of next week, starting Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. If you like a rate and you see it and it's saving you money, take uh -huh. the gains. Yeah. Take your gains. <laughs> you know? There's Lock the rates in the are gains. still great. That's what I tell. I mean that's what that's what I've been saying. I look. I always point to 1982 when I had 19 percent, you know, well, on my home, and I well, was happy to get it. <laughs> right now, that was uh, 30 years ago, Bubba. And no, it was 40 years yeah, ago. Is that 40? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right, I'll see you guys later. I'm going to leave. I'm going to leave. 1981. <laughs> I was alive. Isn't that crazy? At the time. You were a teenager. And it seems like it's about four days ago. Okay, so, <laughs> so – uh, the point is, is that rates rates are moving. They're going to be volatile. If you don't, if you call a loan off sheet, it sounds like it's a good rate. You're going to need to lock it in, because the rates are moving. And if they go back down, so be it. You can do something else. But all I'm saying is, I don't see the rates going back to their all-time lows. I don't see what's going to make that happen unless there's another. another and if rates get better, COVID. we float it down. So that, yep. that's the, that's the other thing that we tell everybody too. Yep. Trust, do you have any questions for us? Yeah, someone wants to know, how long can I lock the rate for? How long for can you lock? Mm. Um, <laughs> so we've been locking rates for 60 days. 65. And now we're going to be, because of our staff, has we've, we've, we've increased our staff, and we have a lot of business coming in the door. Uh, we are going to be within 30 days. We'll be at about 35 days to close a loan. We, the industry average, I was in this conference I told you all earlier, about 70 mortgage executives in the consumer direct space. That's that's where we, TV, radio, you go on the Internet, you, you apply, these kind of companies. And the average turn time, average was 70 days. They had all these all this data that they had, this consultant has compiled. The average turn times were, and as, as a matter of fact, they had live surveys. What is your average turn time? And you picked a category. The average turn time in the mortgage business right now is about 70 days. And so 
And so that's because there was just wasn't enough personnel in the industry. For an industry that quadrupled last year, there wasn't four times the people to hire. They just don't exist. <laughs> and so the industry doubled in their time to close a loan. And so, but our our business remains strong. The amount of business coming in the door remains strong. But we've we've been able to because we're a smaller size company. When I say smaller, we have a few hundred employees. But we don't. We're not a company with ten thousand employees who needs to hire ten thousand employees. We need to hire a few underwriters. So we're going to be back about thirty-five days in closing. That means if you start getting your loan done now uh, in early March, you should be able to close that loan in sometime in, uh, in the April. first part of April. Yep. And so make sure you get your loan in now, so you can lock your rate in for ninety days if you want. Those cost money. Yeah. Ninety-day locks typically you're going to pay a half a percent uh, or more uh, upfront on your lock. Uh, if you can lock it in for 45 days, your rates are going to improve a little bit. That's what's going to happen. We're going from 60-day locks back to about 45-day locks. And when that happens, our rates are going to get a little bit better. And so in this rising rate environment, you want to you want to capture as much benefit as you can. And if you want to get a benefit from this show, you can text us now, 972-387-4600. 972-387-4600. And we will get to your questions from last week. So much to talk about, so little time. and uh, But at the same time, hopefully we're informing you. Hopefully you can make some good decisions. And that's what we want to do for you here. And that's what I wake up for every morning. And when we come back, we'll hopefully make and help you make good decisions on the texaslending.com mortgage show 105.3 the fan we're back in the texaslending.com mortgage show i'm kevin miller here with tress collins and inappropriate uncle bubba has bowed out to go golfing that's what happens when you're a successful load officer you just can walk out in the middle of a radio show <laughs> <laughs> but we are here in Tress, and I will man the station and man your questions here. Can I say that anymore? I'm sorry. I'm not even going to go there. We're going to woman. Okay. We're going to woman the questions. <laughs> and Chris will a ask your questions. I'll answer them for you. 972-387-4600. Get your questions in. Rates are rising. Still the lowest rates of all time. This will not impact the home purchase business. It may impact the new home builder business um, if you're a builder. Just in be, if in the time b between when you write a contract and when the home is complete and the loan is closed, the rates happen to rise significantly, that can be an issue. However, I said this time is a little bit different because these market moves that we're seeing uh, right now uh, are anticipation for long-term inflation. But because of COVID, and because of the, uh, I would say, <sighs> sensitivity of the entire market right now, of, of all the things, all the people that still aren't back to work, and the airline industries that are trying to get back to work, and all the things that are happening. With all the things that are happening, the Federal Reserve realizes that if mortgage rates suddenly skyrocket, then, then that's going to be a problem. Not just mortgage rates, rates in general. I mean, some of you don't realize that your corporations that you work for, they borrow money to make payroll. They borrow money at very low interest rates. Some of the corporations that you work for, they go out and they win a contract, and what, then they make the sale, and then the money doesn't show up for 90 days. So they borrow money for 90 days to make payroll until that money shows up. 
Well, if interest rates are rising, depending on how long the loans are that they have to borrow the money, whether they're short-term loans or loans, and if they want to invest in new building materials, if they need to invest and take a large loan out for a long-term capital investment project, I'm not. I was going to get into. I was going to get into some things that you guys don't hear about right now. But I was just going to say, if they need to do that, then if the, if the rates go, we're at two percent rates. Let's say the rates were at one percent on the ten-year Treasury bond. Well, now the rates are at one and a half percent. So the Treasury bond ten-year rate rose fifty percent this week, from one to one and a half. So if you're borrowing money, it's a fifty percent increase. And a half a percent rate increase on you borrowing money as a corporation. The Federal Reserve is aware of this. They came out early in the week and they said, if the rates start long term, if the long, the short term rates are remaining low, they are keeping the short term rates low. But the long term rates are based on speculation of long term inflation. And they said, if we see that happening, we will step in and, and curtail that. Well, it started getting really crazy, and the rates started rising very rapidly during the week. And we're hoping that they. That's why I said I'm hoping that you're not going to see a 1% rate increase because that will tank new home builder loans. I mean, if you're building a home and it's a $400,000 loan, you're building a home, and a consumer is going to get a $400,000 loan, and in between the time that they have the home is being built and the home is closed, suddenly their payment's going to be $500 a month higher <laughs> or $400 a month higher. Over a year, that's five thousand dollars out of the consumer's pocket for the just from the interest rates alone. Um, and so, if you're doing that, I mean, that's equivalent to a rate going up three percent on a hundred and twenty thousand dollar loan. A one percent rate increase on a four hundred thousand dollar loan is equivalent to a three percent rate increase on a hundred and twenty thousand dollar loan. And so, if you get here's what here's why I don't understand trust. Here's why I don't understand it's going to happen in the future. A lot of you, I'm, uh, you can you can share with me any questions that you have, Tress, or anyone that has a question can text us at 972-387-4600. Many of you in the past, when I got in the business, said, I heard, and you heard that from your parents who heard that from your grandparents, that you shouldn't refinance unless you see a 2% rate drop. Well, that's when their homes were $60,000. And a 2% rate drop would save you $100 a month in payments. So if you're going to go through, you had to go to the bank and it was all analog and it was on carbon paper and you had to wait and you had to, it would take a while to get the loan done. And, and so 2% rate drop on $60,000 would save you $100 a month. Well, just a half a percent rate drop on a $360,000 loan will save you $150 a month. So a half a percent rate decrease on $360,000 might be worth it to refinance because it can save you $150 a month. Because 1%, 1% savings on $360,000 is $300 a month. That's after-tax savings. So if you go to work and you get taxed, if you make $300, you might bring home $200, <laughs> right? So if you want to save 300, if you're going to save 300 in after-tax money, you might have had to make 400 or 500 dollars a month. So what I'm saying is, if you have a four, you're a builder and you're building a 400 thousand dollar home for a person, and they're going to get a loan for 360 thousand, and the rates suddenly rate increase one percent, that consumer suddenly out of pocket for them, or on a yearly basis, 
that person might need to make an extra $5,000 a year to be able to afford the increase. So these rapid rate increases that occur, typically when rates move in the mortgage market, they move very rapidly up. Um, hopefully the Federal Reserve can temper that. Hopefully what they said earlier this week they actually do. They usually are late to the party, and usually they, they, they allow everything to collapse before they step in. That's what I've seen over and over again. Hopefully, just like they did in 2008, um, they let everything collapse, and then they stepped in. Okay, so I don't I don't know. Hopefully that doesn't happen this time because of COVID, because the people out of business. Hopefully there's an interest um, doing this before everything gets out of hand. Because there was a lot of talk of things getting very out of hand very fast by Thursday afternoon because the rates were rising so fast. So hmm. anyway, that was a lot. That was that was about the most, um, I would say, economic talk that we've done on this show in probably over a year. Um and it was about a year ago where I said that rates could there was there was potential of crazy things happening in the market very fast. And that was right before COVID. Uh, I don't know if it's coincidence or maybe not. But anyway, <laughs> uh, if you remember those stocks dropped significantly at one point and then, then the rates dropped and all that was going on. But that was imminently going to happen anyway because of some issues in the market. And that was kind of uh, camouflaged by COVID. But that stock market drop was potentially going to happen anyway. Um, in this instance, here we are a year later. Uh, I don't. Uh, right now, there's so much money coming into stimulus that hopefully things can turn around for all of us, and hopefully your rates can stay in check. Trust. Is there any questions that we can answer? Yeah. Someone says I just received a twenty-five thousand dollar bonus. First time home buyer. I have fifteen thousand dollars in credit card debt. Should I totally pay that off before buying a home? That's a great question. Totally. Totally, dude. No, um, first time home buyer. Okay, you don't need to pay off your credit card debt. You don't need to pay off your credit card debt. Um, y you have a twenty-five thousand dollar bonus for fifteen thousand dollars of credit cards. I am not a financial planner, but I'm saying in regards to mortgages because I am licensed to talk about mortgages. <laughs> I have been given a number, so that means I'm important. So anyway, I have a mortgage license number. And so you at home with $25,000 of, uh, of a bonus and want to pay off $15,000 of credit cards, it is not necessary to pay down those credit cards. Now, if you have extra money sitting around other than this $25,000 bonus and you can pay off that credit card debt and still have one year of living expenses sitting in your bank account, that's what I suggest. Have one year of living expenses sitting in your bank account just in case something crazy happens like a pandemic. That would never happen. Yeah. And you lose your job. So uh, so make sure you have those living expenses. If you have those living expenses, if you have extra cash and you want to get rid of 10 to 15 to 25% interest rate credit cards, yeah, I would do that just because it's just – you can do that and always put twenty, fifteen thousand dollars more credit card debt back on your credit cards if you wanted to, but it, it's an interesting feeling when your credit card debt is gone. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's an experience in life that you have to try out. So get those credit cards paid off. I would suggest if you can, if you want to buy a house, it's not necessary to pay them off. But I'm just saying, I'm not a financial planner, but just, just see if you like that feeling, and you'll still have ten thousand dollars in your bank. All right, Trust says we have to go back to a break. If you want to get a question, it is 972-387-4600. This is the TexasLending.com Mortgage Show. Call our loan officers right now. Rates are moving. 
you still have you're within three eighths of a percent of your all time lows. I do expect rates Monday morning will be better than what you were quoted on Friday afternoon. I do expect rates will be lower Monday than what you were quoted Friday afternoon. As a matter of fact, we don't even have them priced into our rate sheet yet. Get your application in. It's free. It's free, free, free. You can call in and you can talk, call a loan officer. We'll give you, uh, we'll get your application ready and then get the, we'll get you a quote today and we'll make sure that we update that quote on Monday as rates come out because things are moving around and you want to be on top of it. We have to go to a break. When we come back, we'll answer more of your questions here on the TexasSunny.com mortgage show on 105.3 The Fan. We're back in the TexasSunny.com mortgage show talking about all kinds of sorts of things. Remember when you're all 13 to 15-year-old and emotional things happened to you at school and you thought it was going to be the end of the world? And Anyway, yeah. there are some schools that are all the way back to school. and My, my son's back at school for the last since, since school started. And so mm -hmm. other than last week, which he experienced snow days for the first time in history in his life. And so snow days were his favorite thing that ever happened in the world. But there are, you know, in that day, age, there are, there are emotional things that happen which stay with you for your life. It's not like when you were six and you forgot all about them, you know, because you spilled milk all over yourself. But when you're when you're in 13 to 15, and so it's just an interesting age. And I just we all remember it so well. Or some of you have used the proper drugs and don't remember anything. And so, uh, <laughs> but. <laughs> I don't, proper for forgetting things, maybe not proper drugs. I'm just saying. Um, Good clarification. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> this is the our 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 our, our Tolo fans. So, but trust you had an interesting question that came in on the text. I do. I love this question. Can you buy a house with Bitcoin? Actually, it says, "Can I buy a house with Bitcoin?" I know what they mean is. Then why can you, why would someone? I wanna, oh, can, can someone, someone buy a house? That's what they can meant. a person buy a home with? So this person asked, "Can I buy a house with Bitcoin?" So. We all hear about Bitcoin and all the other coins, <laughs> and and it's interesting is these things are so volatile that people who have mouthpieces who are nationally pro or internationally um, known can buy a position and then go out and promote it on the on social media and such that people will go buy it, um, and they are they're moving markets based in their mouth and they're making money based on hey I bought it you go buy it, um, be careful. Be careful. Um, so, Charisma so can let, be let, me, let, let, let me just explain it this way. Bitcoin, for those who are not, uh, um, I am not a buyer of Bitcoin. I'm just going to say that. So I have no money in this. I don't have any money in it. So I'm just saying that bit, Bitcoin is used as um, alternative to cash. You can buy Bitcoin and then and then use that Bitcoin to buy something as if it was cash. Here's the problem. Okay, if you're going to use Bitcoin to buy something, first of all, whether you're going to buy something and have it accepted by someone as a form of payment is up to the receiver of the Bitcoin. That's number one. If the person who you want to buy it from accepts it, then then go sell it and get cash for it. Okay. So Bitcoin is a form of moving cash. It's like a check. Now, here's the problem. When you write a check for $100 and pay someone that $100 check, that check is still worth $100. It is cash. 
It is the cash. And your only concern is if the value of the dollars is go, goes up and down. So you might see the dollar, the value of the dollar compared to the euro and other currencies go up maybe 1% or down 1% in a day. That's a big move. Huge, huge moves. Okay, those are monumental shifts in the value of the dollar. Okay, so whether someone's going to accept the dollar as a form of payment is up to the pe whether people value the dollar. Right. Whether people accept Bitcoin as a form of payment is whether people value it. Here's the problem. The value of Bitcoin can change 40% within two days. So if you're going to accept Bitcoin, someone might be accepting that, thinking either that it's going to go up in value, it's going to be stable in value. Okay, It's not stable. And so if you're going to be an acceptor of Bitcoin, somebody you want to pay them $200,000 in Bitcoin, hopefully that they go to sell that Bitcoin the next day or hold on to it, it goes up in value. That is the problem with Bitcoin. Okay. It, Bitcoin is being used as a long-term hedge by institutions or by people that want to, or want to, people want to take advantage of the mild swings, invest. If it swings up, they sell it and they make some money. Bitcoin has gone from $56,000 for one coin to $46,000 for one coin in the matter of a week. So you saw a huge shift in the value of the Bitcoin. Will lenders allow Bitcoin? Lenders will not allow Bitcoin as, as the down payment for a mortgage because it, it, especially a bank's not going to do that because banks have to be stable. They have your deposits. If, the, if, if they took Bitcoin as down payment uh, f uh, on, on a mortgage, if they accepted that or if the seller of a home accepted that or if a bank did that and all of a sudden the value of that dropped 40%, does that really protecting your deposits? No. I could go on and on about this stuff. Here's how Bitcoin is being used. Long term, if there is inflation and the value of the dollar drops 50%, but they're holding on to Bitcoin and people are investing in Bitcoin, they're betting as a long-term bet that the value of Bitcoin will outweigh the value of the dollar long term. It is being used as gold used to be used as a reserve or as a hedge against the value of the dollar. It's... it's or any currency out there. Bitcoin is being used as a hedge against the value of other currencies as they move, as the value of currencies decline. Okay? So if, the value, if they keep printing trillions and trillions and trillions of dollars and dollars aren't worth more than you can burn them for, then if people don't accept, if people say the dollar is worthless, I don't want the dollar because it's a worthless currency, then that's what people are buying Bitcoin. That was a lot of talk about Bitcoin, and unfortunately, it ran us out of time on Mortgage Talk. So go ahead, Tress. <laughs> well, we have about one more minute. I have a mortgage loan for about 155000 I refinanced in 2018 at 5.25%. Yes. If I refinance now, yes. how much will it cost yes. me, and how much can I save? They need to save now. They're at one fifty-five. If they, if they save 2% on their interest rate and went to three and a quarter. They would save $220 a month in interest payments if they do went to a 30-year. If they went to a 15-year or somewhere around two and a half, they would save around $300 a month, $330 a month. So there was potential for them to save money. And how much can you save and how much will it cost me? You can roll your closing cost into the refinance. And so you would still save somewhere around $300 a month if you save 3%, $200 a month if you save 2%. Mm -hmm. Trust, we had one more question. We might have to wait till next year. Well, we actually have two more. Okay, we will answer your questions by text because we are out of time because 
I got segued into Bitcoin. If you all want to sit around and talk to the least interesting man in the world, I will be happy to have dinner with you <laughs> and bore you to tears. The rest of you, drink your coffee, enjoy your day, have some scones. and uh, Or biscotti. Yes, and enjoy your inclement weather. <laughs> For Trust Collins, I'm Kevin Miller. We'll see you next week on the TexasLending.com Mortgage Show right here on your favorite station, 105.3 The Fan. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.